Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Jingles S, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by my leader of the free world, it's Cleon Bewley. Hi Dave, so... I haven't got a rhyme tonight. No. I, just, I know, I know. I'm out of rhyme. I'm out of time. It's fine. Um, how are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit fed up today. I'm, I'm a, a little bit, bit fed uh, up. I feel a bit meh, a bit bleh. A bit like, what's the point? I think that kind of, so that phrase sums it up. Like, what's the fucking point? I've, um, I've followed this for a couple of days now. And... I actually put a post up on um, on Instagram today because um, I felt like over the last week or so, posting on Instagram has become a bit of a chore. Like, yeah. I, now I don't I don't post pictures of things on Instagram for gratification. I don't do it for likes and comments and shares and stuff. I do it because I enjoy sharing the pictures. And yeah. there just so happens to be people that enjoy seeing the pictures, which is just a, a cheeky bonus. Um, but I enjoy sharing the pictures. Mm-hmm. In these last couple of weeks, it's just been a bit like, oh, mm. I, I haven't posted on Instagram. Maybe I should go post. Oh, what's the point? <laughs> and, and like, you know, so I've almost like had to force myself to, to like share stuff. Um, and... David, go on. You've hit the wall. Yeah, I've hit the wall. I've been a bit angry, Cleon, today. I've, I've, I'm glad you've said that. I'm glad you've said that. I've been a bit. I've hit the wall. I think today as well. Yeah, I've, I, I, I've been a bit meh. The thing is, though, like I, I, the other, the other day, um, I did share like a really cool picture. I had a new record that got delivered. It was the Midnight's latest EP, and yeah. um. And, and the kids were like, you know, they're homeschooling, which we'll get into later. Um, and uh, so... <laughs> the homeschooling. The, uh, Letland was using my computer, like the setup that I'm, that I'm on now to, to do a homeschooling. And um, uh, Biggin was upstairs uh, on his Chromebook. Um, and I had the living room to myself. The, the missus was at work. Um, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to have a coffee. Um, I'm going to put this new record on i'm gonna play some nintendo and i figured that would make quite a cool instagram post because as you know the bulk of my followers and the bulk of my posts are like record related um i was like that'll make a pretty cool post and and you know what i'm quite proud of the picture that went up as well it was a really cool picture it had the record on and the coffee and the the joy cons from the switch and it just the aesthetic of it was really cool and even that, even looking at the picture and going, this is a really nice photo, it's, 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 it's very pleasing, made me just go, but what's the point? And it was like I had to force myself to post it. And loads, I, got, I had quite a few people inbox me about the picture as well, saying, oh, dude, that's a really cool picture. Like the, I like the midnight, uh, uh, you know, your record player looks great, and oh, I like coffee too, you know, things like that. It was just, you know, I play Nintendo as well. Um, and I had lots of interaction from it. And, and I've, yeah. I've, I've put a post up today just explaining how I'm feeling at the moment about just doing anything. 
and, and there's just a lot of wasted time in the day. I'm finding there's just there's wasted time in the day where I'm as opposed what to f- filling the time with something. I'm just waiting for something else to happen. What type of stupidity do I keep asking? Uh, what shall we do today? What should we do today? What should we do today? Um, this is the one in our house. Has anybody got a plan? That's the question. <laughs> Has anybody got a plan? <laughs> Has anyone got a plan? Um, you know, we end up like doing similar things. Um, most nights, you know, we'll watch a film or we'll watch something from a TV series or we'll play Nintendo or we'll play some card games. Um, uh, we've uh, we've been playing Uno quite a lot recently. Um, so, yeah, playing Uno, playing some card games. Just wasting time. Um, well, no, just, just, it's like family time, isn't it? But it's just like... until you're actually doing something my ad's in this what's the point mode shall we do something yeah what's the point what's the point (laughs) and next thing you know the day's gone and you're back in bed and it's like oh well we'll do this all again i've done absolutely nothing today yeah yeah and that's the thing yeah do you know what last week wasn't too bad because uh, i had my essay to do um which um it was a bit of a pain in the (laughs) arse but (laughs) <laughs> oh, that sounded like a gay Mexican. My essay. I have to go do my essay. You know. <laughs> do you know what, Claire? It's really funny that you should say that because um, uh, Mexican essay memes were—they were, were just my thing last weekend. Um, I literally yeah. thought exactly the same thing. And uh, I, I ended up flicking through loads of them. They're all hilarious. But yes, I had my assignment to do, uh, which had to be handed in uh, on Thursday. So that did take up the bulk of the week. And I, I had a little bit of a panic on during it because the way the way my um, study schedule works is you do a unit. It's planned out for you so you can do a unit in a week. And then yeah. every like five or six units, there's an assignment. Um and there's no unit to study during assignment week. It's just a week that's set aside to do your assignments. Now, you can start your assignment whenever you want. You can start it, you know, in October. I could have started if I wanted to. But obviously, it's advised that you study the units first because the assignment's going to be based on the units you've been studying. Um, yeah. So I always do it to the timetable. I'll do, you know, that week's work, that that week's unit in that week. I will do that week's assignment in that week. I won't start it early. I won't start it late. Now, the problem I've had with this block, with block two, is I was ill for a lot of it. I had, you know, what I thought was sinusitis for that, that couple of weeks, and then I came down with COVID, and then it was Christmas. It be COVID. Um, and, and then you get the, the post-COVID fatigue, and, and everything just kind of like got on top of me with the study. So I had to cram a lot of work in into a short space of time. And a lot of it, I, I kind of blagged my way through. I didn't really understand it. Um, and then we had a tutorial book which went wrong. So when I should have started the assignment on Saturday, not yesterday, the, the Saturday before, we'd had no tutorial and the tutorial wasn't until the Monday. So I'm already, I'm like, I, I don't want to start it in case I've got to start it again after I've asked all my questions in the tutorial. So I waited till the Tuesday to do the assignment. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I've been very good for the, for the last couple of years of doing everything on time and doing everything to the, the timetable. It's not like 
2003-2004 university, Dave, where everything got done with an hour to spare. <laughs> I've been yeah. very strict with myself, and this was the first time I've actually gone last minute um, into this assignment. So, yeah, I'm not feeling... How did it go? Well, it won't be marked. Um, it'll take about two, three weeks for me to get the result back, but I don't feel overly confident about it. I think I've done enough to, to, to scrape my way through it. And it's, it's, it's not your best work. Yeah, it's not my best work. Um, I've, <laughs> I've done, I think I've done enough to scrape my way into like a, a pass. I don't, I don't know. Maybe a pass yeah. three, a pass two if I'm lucky. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I might just be overthinking it. So I had that, cool. to, I had that to keep me busy. And then, on the Thursday, that was the first day where I had a bit of free time, where I'm like, you know, I haven't got to, to concentrate on my assignment. Um, Letland was doing really well with her homeschooling, so she was like, leave me alone. Um, I've got this. And that's where the, the kind of sitting and fed upness started kicking in, um, to, like, to the point where it's got to today. And I've literally done, like, I don't think I've done anything constructive because I've kind of been sat trying to work out what to do with myself. Um, mm. so you know i just i've just potted around and, and you know done some cleaning and did a bit of shopping and, and and that's been about it and then prepped for the show tonight so i'm just hoping to... you've actually prepped well i say prepped i've written one, you two, turn three, the computer four, five, on six, uh, i've written seven words on this bit of paper um we'll call them we'll call them reference points like but yeah prepped ish and that's pretty much i'm just hoping tomorrow when like school kicks back in and i can play teacher again that the, I'll feel a bit better about myself because I'll be doing something. Um, you know, I, I'm hoping the work is a little bit tricky for Letland so I can sit and teach. Um, yeah. Because I, I have the, the benefit, um, which you don't have, and which a lot of people in the country don't have, is I am actually furloughed, so I'm not working from home. Whereas yeah, and the schools are open. And, yeah, you know, schools are open, and the kids... I don't know what it is for every school, but my kids, with their schools that they go to, their schools are on the fucking ball with the homeschooling. Literally, you can... Our kids' our kids' schools are... I mean, Ethan, who's four, his teachers sometimes forget to admit him to a meeting and you have to give him an email. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mrs. Mogford. Um, <laughs> called <laughs> you out on the show. Uh, but other than that, they've been bang on. So I'm really happy with how things are yeah. going in general. It's just a bit annoying because you're on top of each other. Yeah, I get that. I mean, we're, it's it's not too bad here, like because because my lady's you know key worker, so she's still going out to work. Um, but yeah. you, you do feel when all four of us are in the house now, Biggin's bigger. You know, what I mean, he's doing GCSE, so he can just go upstairs, turn the Chromebook on, and he just gets on with it. Um, yeah. You know, Letland does need that bit of extra support, whether it be with the work itself or just the technical support, you know, using Microsoft Teams and and that kind of stuff. Just having somebody on, on guard ready for when it crashes a little bit and you've got to, like, jump over and, and tap the screen to make sure our hands raise yeah. before all that, you know. Um, but when when both of us, when me and the missus are both in the house, I'm finding, like, we're treading on each other's toes because she wants to help and I want to help and then... I go do something else, and then she might go do something else. Then one of us has to run back in, and it's a bit. We just get a bit on top of each other, and I think you know yeah. we've just got to like try and come up with some kind of right. If if you're here, then you do the school stuff. I'll do everything else, or vice versa. 
Um, I mean, yeah. I, I don't mind doing the school stuff all week. You know, I, I absolutely love teaching, whether it be teaching, you know, my little school stuff or whether it's teaching somebody how to start a podcast or whether it's teaching somebody about records. Or, you know, I like telling people things and giving people information. Well, well with, with me, I've got a dog thrown in there. <laughs> so, oh... Don't get me wrong, I love the scruffy little bastard, but um, just walking it every single morning, every single night, he's got a lot of energy, so you have to burn that energy. And then you've got a four and a six-year-old who ha- also have a lot of bloody yeah, energy yeah. and are on teams, and you try and keep them concentrating on teams. Because Ethan will be watching teams and doing his schoolwork, and then he'll just go, oh, I'm putting the PlayStation on. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 Ethan, what are you doing? Turn the place. Oh. <laughs> Go on, then you be Spider Man. Quick time. Quick. <laughs> Quick, they're not looking. Quick, they're not looking. So, yeah, yeah you're just on top of each other. Mm-hmm. You're just on top of each other. Anyway, 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 let's segue out of this day. There's been a few things this week that are confusing young Cleon. Oh, go on. Go on. Let me see if I can help. I've made a list. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've made a list. So, Dave, first question out the bat. Right. What is what is an icon? An icon? Do you what mean... What is an icon? Right. So, in the, um, in the religious... Define me an icon. In the religious sense, uh, an icon was something that you would worship in, like, the Catholic Church. So, like... Um, uh, fucking like oil lamps would be icons, candles would be icons, big fuck off pictures of Jesus would be icons. Um, you know, it would it's something that um, I, I, I can't remember the exact term, the exact um, what's the word definition, but it, I think it's like it's something in the Catholic Church that um, Catholics would worship. That that would be an icon, so, like. So, what would you give me? Five showbiz icons. Showbiz, so like in the t- in terms of show business, an icon. Hmm. Oh, see if I went singers and all that lot, I need to be generalistic. So yeah, show so business. showbiz, so like let like British showbiz, like British t- yeah, yeah, British yeah. TV. Yeah. It's somebody like you can go wider than British America. You can bring into this it's like what type of stuff. Again. Bruce Forsyth. Yeah, Bruce Forsyth. Straight out the park. Yeah. Give me five. Um, Bruce Ford, uh see, so yeah, all I've got now is like comedians in my head, now like old school entertainers. Bob Monkhouse, yeah. Um, oh, who's the fucking uh, Ronnie Corbett? Uh, yeah. Now these are called icons, not just because they're old comedians, because they defined comedy. Yeah, in, in, in their and their writers defined yeah, comedy yeah. in their genre. Now, if we went on to uh, singers. We would have to say Michael Jackson. Yeah, Michael Jackson. Um, we would have to Frank say Sinatra. Michael Jackson. We would have to say Frank Sinatra. Yeah. We'd have to say Elvis Presley. Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I so, mean, even who, who, even Madonna. I'd throw Madonna in there just yeah, because of... Yeah, I'd throw you Madonna know. in there. I'd allow it. I wouldn't swerve it. So, who is Jojo Swi- Swiver? Jojo Siwa. I think that's Who's Jojo Siwa? She's she is a, um, a child star, uh, popular for her um, online videos. I don't know what um, what format she used. Whether it was 
uh, Vine or YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or Snap. I don't know which one she used, but she's famous for being an online um, influencer, maybe. Is that the word I'm looking for? And I believe she was signed with Nickelodeon as well. And she's the reason about three, four years ago that uh, girls had their massive fucking bows in the hair. Uh, the jojo bows and i should yeah. know this because my daughter's got about a hundred of them um and she did look super cute in them in all fairness uh so yeah that's jojo siwa 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 i don't know how you pronounce it so she's just come out come out is as a... she's just come out the closet okay so this is something else that confuses me. So it's the current LGBTQ yeah. community. I'm very proud I've just got the LGBTQ community out correctly. Yeah, well done. If you... I'm just walking into this day now, the <laughs> LGBTQ community. <laughs> I just want to say that a few times. Don't get me wrong, I'm not homophobic or anything else. I'm just curious why is coming out still a thing? Yeah, this is... Um... I 100% get what you're saying, and I I don't know whether we are coming from it from a different angle, because in my head it's not a thing. You sh- it's not. I yeah. I didn't ask. I, I don't, don't care. care. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't really care. Congratulations, look. I don't. Yeah. I see that I as think... a very big fan grab. Yeah, it's um, there's there's two ways in there. There's two ways it goes with when celebrities do it. They're doing it for a, a fan grab, for attention, for the likes and the retweets, or they are doing it to say, "Look, you know, I'm gay, and it's okay if you are too." Because there are kids, you know what I mean. There are d- teens, kids that are still trying to find themselves, still trying to identify who they are. And they may come from families that frown upon it, and they need, if they can look at one of their, because she is somebody's idol, you know what I mean? If they can look at one of their idols and they go, she's done it, maybe I can do it as well, then I get that. Could there, could there also be another side to that coin where she influences somebody in another way? Go on. But, you know, someone who may be thinking about it and then decides that he is, but really isn't. Maybe. Or they maybe. aren't. It's a very the side of the coin. Yeah, it's a. We always have to, always have to play it off. Either. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's a very. Um, I just don't understand why coming out is still. A yeah, thing. I don't think, and I don't think it should still be a thing. I don't think because it, it's not a big deal. It isn't a big deal at all. Um, and it's a bit obvious if you've gone transgender because if Dave I go transgender. Next time you see me, I've got a banging 5,000 pair of tits on me. And some beautiful, and you kind beautiful of go, lipstick. <laughs> right, it's, a bit, it's a bit obvious that Cleon's gone a bit north. Just looking at you through the yeah. camera going, have you had shave? What's different? <laughs> yeah, what's different about you, It's Cleon? different, Cleon. You look different. Bit obvious, what bit is obvious, it? mate. I'm wearing a dress and I've got fake tits. I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> my titties are big. <laughs> Let's be honest. Just waiting for the operation. We don't need to discuss this. I don't see why it's such a big thing. No, I, I, I don't get it. I think it's it's very easy for us to sit here and say um, we don't. It's it, you know, if, it if you're oppressed, if you're oppressed, and it's the seventies, I understand that. But please, let's move on and let's move into an open world. Something else I don't understand, Dave. Go on. Steve Bruce and the current Newcastle United set, set up. Oh, okay. 
So, Newcastle United, let's just talk about the club. They operate in what area of the world, Dave? The northeast of England. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, when you get into Newcastle, that's basically the whole club. So, you've got a huge catchment area. So, just the state of the economy and the fact Newcastle have got an owner that doesn't really want to be there and wants to sell and they've got a manager that's playing complete negative football, it just shows a complete fallout of the UK economy and the world economy due to coronavirus. Mm. Yeah, it's absolutely shite. Sorry, Dave, (laughs) I I just needed a football rant. It's absolutely shite, Dave. And that's all I've got to say about that. (laughs) Something else that's confused and annoyed me this week, Dave. I think my chair's falling apart. The notorious Conor McGregor. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I was planning on getting this was this was one that was that was two of me seven words, Conor McGregor. <laughs> um you watched it? Yeah. Did you stay up and watch it or did you get up and watch it? Or did you wait till today to watch it? I, I waited till today, so Because we're old. Uh, we can't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, we'll talk about we'll talk about uh, it offline. Um so yeah, so what? All the hype and the lead up to the get match and everything mm-hmm. else. Did no one tell Conor McGregor he was going into a fight with an ostrich? Right. the the um, The thing with that I spotted with Conor McGregor, um, which didn't phase me at first because it was the same as when he fought Cowboy. He was very humble and nice. Oh, pardon me. Humble and nice and ready for the fight and very respectful of Dustin Poirier. Um, now, Dustin Poirier is a fucking animal. Um, and, you know, the last time they met, he was a completely different fighter the last time they met. You can't compare yeah. this fight to the last time they met. And the last time they met, Conor McGregor fucking murked him. Uh, but Dustin Poirier has made that octagon his house. He literally has gone in there and destroyed the best of the best. And... As soon as I saw Conor McGregor walk, like in the press conferences and even in the weigh-ins, I'm like, he looks great. He seems really positive. This is going to be good. I think Conor is going to, I think he's going to win, but it's either going to be really short or it's going to go the distance. You know, there's going to be no like middle. (laughs) That's one of the best pundits ever. Yeah. I mean, it's either going to be really short or it's going to go the distance. Yeah. So it's not, it's not going to go like. No, what I'm saying is it's not going to be like a round four submission or a round four knockout, something like that. It's either going to yeah. be round one, knockout, or it's going the distance, it's going to points. Um, then I saw him walk to the cage, and I just looked at him, and I just went, he's lost. Uh, I, I, he's lost. There's no, he's just not, he's not the same person. He's well, not the same he just, guy. He, he got his he, legs obliterated. He'd still fucking kill me, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but he just isn't <laughs> the same fighter. And Dustin he Poirier, stand. Dustin he has Poirier the desire that. for MMA, I don't think. Yeah, I, the th- the thing is, every, have you seen his have you seen his post match? Uh, very very briefly, uh, I saw yeah, you, a, a, a twenty seconds. Oh, do you mean in the octagon or the post match press conference? No, the post match press conference. Uh, I saw about a twenty second highlight of it where he was on about. He said like him and. Yeah, there's other fights for him. Uh, him and Dustin are one and one. Him and Diaz are one and one. And 
that's what that was the only bit I saw. And to me, that just sounds like you know what he's going for the money fights because the the rubber match is the money fight. So another fight with Poirier. I'm not interested in seeing that again. I am interested in seeing him fight Diaz at welterweight. I don't think Conor McGregor should should go down to lightweight. You know, he was a featherweight, he was a lightweight. I don't think he should go back down to lightweight. I think he should stay at welterweight now. Um, yeah. He, he looked phenomenal against Cowboy Cerrone, and Cowboy Cerrone got destroyed. And Cerrone is a fucking beast. You know what I mean? He is a very, mm-hmm. very, very hard hard man um and mcgregor wiped the floor with him i think mcgregor should now stay at welterweight i would be 100 percent super interested in watching mcgregor fight diaz again um because the first fight he got choked out the second i'd be interested in that the second fight it was close it was a split decision um so the th- that that fight at welterweight interests me more than another lightweight fight with Dustin Poirier. The lightweight division is Poirier's now. That, as far as I'm concerned, it's his division. And Connor should either step up to welterweight or he should just walk away. He doesn't need to fight anymore. The guy has got too much money. You know what I mean? He doesn't mm-hmm. need to fight. He's got his whiskey business. He's got endorsements. You know, he's got sponsorships. He's, he doesn't need to fight anymore. Um, he's got a good business head on him and he doesn't need to mm-hmm. fight and if he's if performances like that he shouldn't be fighting and the thing is the best in the world always always i don't know anybody in mma that's retired um the best in the world henry cejudo maybe recently retired the best but generally you you're the best and then you get knocked out and then you're just never that good anymore you kind of hover around but you're never really that good anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bisbing, his last fight, he got knocked the fuck out. And it was a damn shame that he went out that way. Um, Chuck Liddell, the same thing happened to him. Tito Ortiz, the same thing. I know I'm going back years now, but the same thing happened now to him. Now you're going back. Randy Couture, the same thing happened to him. Brock Lesnar, the same thing happened to him. Um, it's, you know, sometimes the fighters just need to realize that they're not as quick as they used to be. They're not as strong as they used to be. They're not as good as they used to be. And that's fine. And It's called age. And is it he, is he ring rust? At the end of the day, Poirier's made that no, cage. It's age. Well, it's age. Poirier's made that, that cage his home. You know what I mean? He's on like a 10-fight winning streak. He never left the UFC. Conor McGregor did. So he's got that, you know, he's got that, that, that ring time, whereas McGregor hasn't. You know, his he's last fight... He was in there for fucking 10 seconds against Cerrone. This fight, he made it around in, in, a, in a minute or something like that. He hasn't got that ring time. He needs a fight against somebody who isn't top level. Um, mate. So he can go he the was distance. Fat, mate, the only, the only problem with last night was he got his legs completely spanked. Mm-hmm. That was the only problem with last yeah, night. He, had nothing. he could not stand up. His right leg was dead. He was completely right gone. Was completely dead. And all he did was punch the hell out of him. The one thing, the one thing I will was say, it? with Conor McGregor comes eyes on the product because I was a huge UFC fan uh, back when he was on Bravo. You remember that channel? You know what I mean? That, oh that, God, yeah. That men's channel that just played like boxy, boxy. That played, yeah. That played. No, that was that was live TV when he back in the nineties. Um, Bravo. He, he just played like um, rally cars and UFC. I think that was it. It's all he had on it. Like um, he did have a bit of wrestling on at one point, but um, but the UFC 
was on Bravo over here, and it was free. And then eventually it moved to some other fucking channel, which I can't remember. That might be Satanta Sports or something, I'm not sure. But, you know, I, I was a fan of, of the UFC back when it was on Bravo, back when they weren't playing these massive arenas, you know what I mean? They were yeah. fighting in halls and stuff. And, you know, the early seasons of the Ultimate Fighter, the ones where, you know, Bisbing was um, a, a contender, where local lad, fucking um, Ross Poynton from Stoke, he, he, was, yeah. a, he was a contender. Um, and I followed the UFC for years and years and years and years and years. And then it went a bit too... I'm going to use the term mainstream, but it's, it's when, you know, it's when, like, Fox got it and then ESPN got it and the whole sponsorship thing changed and it changed owners and we were getting an event. Every, we were getting, like, three events a week. You used to get one a month. And you're getting three <laughs> a week. And it, I, I, it just got saturated. But when you get guys like Conor McGregor and fighters like Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar, in all fairness, when them guys are there they put eyes on the product because I haven't watched UFC properly for years. I really yeah. haven't. I've, I've, I keep up with the highlights online. I read the news. That's about it. I haven't watched an event. And then, you know, oh, Conor McGregor's fighting this weekend. I'm going to watch it then. <laughs> and, and that's the positive about having McGregor there is he's going to bring eyes to the product no matter what. He lost. Clearly got his arse handed to him last night. But... Yeah. If he's fights again, I'm going to watch it. No, I'm going to watch it as you know, well. I like him. Yeah. I like Conor McGregor. I do. He's good He's good value for money. I mean, If he does a boxing match, I enjoy watching all the... I love the May, the Mayweather lead-up. Yeah. I yeah, thought that was, was legendary. Brilliant. brilliant. The one thing I'll say, he's, he was meant to be uh, setting up a fight with Manny Pacquiao, which I don't think is going to happen. Um, he spoke on that in the press conference. Oh, did he? Um, but yeah, he, he said the deal's done, but we'll see. The, the, I think the difference between Connor then and Connor now is, like I say, he's very, you know, since losing to Khabib, um, he's it's almost like he's been humbled. It's like Khabib humbled him, and because with Cerrone he was very respectful, with Poirier he's very respectful, um, and I just think is this the new Conor McGregor? Is he is he now this like respectful in? humble nice guy where he's not going to come out and just badmouth Pacquiao he's going to sit there and go yeah Pacquiao is one of the best in the world I'm looking forward to fighting him um it's going to be great for the sport um it's going to be great for me I feel honored to be in the ring with him is he going to be that McGregor because honestly I'm not, I not. I'm not interested I'm not, I've heard him with an edge yeah I want him to be um I want him to be that break out the red panties Conor McGregor, like you know. And if if you don't know what that reference is, just Google Conor McGregor break out the red panties because it was the best press conference ever. <laughs> I like the I like the where somebody shouted up and he goes, "Who the fuck is that? Who guy? the fuck is that guy?" <laughs> I'm I'm ninety nine percent certain that was the same press conference. I'm not sure. It was, yeah. <laughs> when you fight against me, it's red panty night. Anyway, something else that's annoying and confusing me, Dave. Go on. The overwhelming amount of increasing dog walkers and walkers. <laughs> is this because you've got a dog and you've got to take it for a walk? <laughs> Why is everybody out? Because um, 
they're allowed to it's it's the same as the first lockdown isn't it where you're allowed to go out and exercise for an hour a day so everybody did even though they they wouldn't have done like if if it wasn't lockdown and they didn't have a job they would sit at home all day and do nothing but because they're being because they're being told that they have to stay indoors but you can go out for an hour's exercise that's what everybody did they went oh okay well i'm gonna go out then you're not keeping me in my house i'm going out i'm in the middle of the field with ethan and there's nobody else in the nature reserve and all of a sudden through the middle of the field comes walking this person and you're like have you got oh you're just walking through the middle of the field what yeah playing on the ice okay just a fully grown human yeah yeah, people are doing it, man. They did it in the... I, 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 Why? It's just weird. People just roaming round. I made the joke in the last um, in the last lockdown. Uh, it was it was at, it was right at the beginning of the lockdown. So um, they'd closed the schools, and then they they locked. Did they cl- they closed the schools first, didn't they? Yeah. And then they locked down the country. At the weekends, mm-hmm. was it the weekend they locked the country down? Yeah, I think that's what they did, didn't it? Um, and I, I went because I was running at the time. Anyway, you know I me. Mean? That that was me. That was my fitness thing. I was running anyway. Um, so I went for a run, and I remember making the joke on Instagram about how it was like you know a scene from fucking Benny Hill because there was about eight of us running around the tiny park, and everybody was like <laughs> speeding up and slowing down, trying to keep two meters apart. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know whether it's like, are people just trying to get out the house now because are they feeling, is everybody feeling like me? Are they just like fed up and they're like, we yeah. need to get out and eat, I need people to just go, wandering just round go out and just get some fresh air. Um, I mean, I haven't, I keep, I, I keep reading stories about like the police stopping people. I swear fucking people are making this up because i do i've never seen a copy i've seen like you know things on facebook and and, and on social media like n- nobody that i know what stories that have been shared uh, you know somebody posting oh i got stopped i was going the, the supermarket tonight and the police stopped me did they did that did actually they, happen did they really did they really do that because pretty soon i don't believe you better things do like you know because nobody stopped me and trust me the fucking uh, you know i have been in the presence of of police officers over these last couple of weeks. It's not, you know. And <laughs> not, you guys say something else. And Believe not, me, I have been murdering people. Yeah, I've been out stabbing. <laughs> Nobody stopped me. Um, no, and not one of them has has stopped me and asked me where I'm going or what I'm doing. Tell a lie. There was a PSCO in the shopping centre, and I walked in, and she and she went, uh, "Can I ask you where you're going, sir?" And I went, "I'm just going to the post office." She goes, "Okay, you know where you're going, don't you?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." And that was it. That was the only time because. Technically, the shopping centre's closed, apart from the post office and the pharmacy, so you shouldn't be in there. They're just checking. So, <laughs> you know, where are you going? I'm just going to break in H.M. Samuel. Yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna <laughs> go and force my way into shoe because I really need some new Converse. <laughs> I just hope they've got the size. And I bought a trolley in case Cleon wants. Some. Yeah, I go bought a trolley. Excuse me, sir. Can I ask you why there's a fully grown man in that trolley? It's just Cleon. he has no shoes on (laughs) anyway number seven day january number seven january 
What? That's the next confusing thing. That well, it's confused the fuck out of me. What are you on about? Why? Why? How long is this month going on for? Well, we're we're currently on. It's the f- still fucking January. <laughs> we're we're, we're currently on the fifty seventh of uh, December, twenty twenty. I think. Twenty twenty one, mate. No, December. It's the fifty seventh of December, twenty twenty. Like we're that's where we are. Oh, like. right. um, that's where we are. Yeah. Um, we're nearly there. It's what is it today? Twenty fourth, twenty fourth today. So we're nearly there. Like it's just going on a bit, isn't it? It is. It is going on a bit. Yeah, but I found Christmas last year. I I vaguely remember going to the barbers and and all, and cracking that joke of it's the seventy second of of January. Um, I, I always find January, regardless of lockdowns um, or anything like that, January is always that super long month. Um, you know, you don't get paid for what seems like six months. Um, oh, it's not that. It, it just... just seems to be going on. <laughs> it's, um, it is because of, I think it is because of, of lockdown and because of COVID, you know what I mean? We've we've come out of of tier three to tier four, to lockdown and it just everything's just kind of elongated whereas i think if we'd have had a little bit of normality in january of like if we came out of christmas and boris went okay new year new us uh get yourselves back to work get yourselves back to school everything's going to be okay um i think i think the month <laughs> the month would have gone a lot quicker but um chris petty having heart attack in the back <laughs> yeah yeah um it was <laughs> it yeah, nothing, absolutely nothing is helping the situation of January already being a long month. Um, everybody being stuck at home, nowhere being open, nobody having any fucking money, and, and now nobody knowing what to do. I saw this really funny video on, on Instagram, and it was lockdown two being introduced to lockdown three. Um, Sorry, lockdown one being introduced to lockdown three. And there was a woman and she sat on, on, the, uh, on the, the sofa and she's got a blanket on her and she's eating popcorn and she's watching something on Netflix. And then the door opens. It's the same woman. She's playing every character. The door opens and, and, uh, and she bursts and she goes, hey, so I was thinking maybe we could go and bake some bread. And then it goes back to the woman on the settee and the woman on the settee goes, oh, hi, lockdown one. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just watching Netflix. And lockdown one goes, come on, lockdown two, let's go for a run in the park. And lockdown two goes, no, I'm, I'm just watching Netflix. And then lo- <laughs> lockdown one goes, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go bake banana bread. And then turns, and the same woman's lying on the floor, just, just lying there on the floor. And, <laughs> and she goes, huh, who's that? And lockdown two goes, oh, that's lockdown three. And lockdown one's like, what, lockdown three? And she goes, yeah, we'll get there. And it just sums it up, you know what I mean? Lockdown yeah. one, everybody's been dead fucking productive. I did me fucking garden. I've lived in the house 15 years. I've never done the garden. I did the garden. And lockdown two, we had this conversation. I didn't even realize we were in lockdown. I just didn't care. Yeah. No, no productivity. Uh, I was still at work. And then I came home and binge watched fucking Cobra Kai or something like that. And, and now, lockdown three, everybody's give up. <laughs> <laughs> well, this but this has been my take on it. Lockdown one in March, was it March, April, May, June, July? 
went back to work August, so I was told to yeah. stay at home for that time. Yeah. And I went back to pissing work, and I was told to stay at home t- for that time. Since then, I've been staying at home. The whole country's been locked down, and I've been staying at home for this time and walking the pissing dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's January. I'm getting a bit bored now. I won't go to the cinema and things. Oh, mate. I won't I'm go fucking, to the pub. Yeah. I won't go to the cinema. I won't go to the pub. Do you know what, man? I was I was thinking this today. Like, I think, a bit I, I think that's what it is. I'm just missing socialising. I just want to socialise. And you said go to the pub. Jody goes. Jody goes. You never. You never go to the pub anyway. I said, trust me. When that pub opens, I'm going Mate, to the pub. They're going to be fucking rammed when they get when the. Uh, I don't. I don't care when the normal again. Like people are just going to go. They're just going to want to go. And oh, well, I am. You know what I mean? I caught fucking COVID and I'm not scared of going out and socialising. I want to go out and socialise. You know what I mean? I I quit drinking. You know, I'm drinking, what am I drinking tonight? Brooklyn, alcohol-free Brooklyn lager. It's fucking gorgeous, by the way. I quit drinking. I still want to go to the pub. I'm not, I want Mm. to go to the pub and sit with my friends, you know, and I'll drink alcohol-free beer or I'll have an orange juice. You know what I mean? I don't care. I don't want to go to the pub to get drunk. I just want to go have a beer. I just want to go fucking (laughs) socialize. I want to go and sit with my friends and have a chat and punch somebody in the arm while I'm laughing about something. You know what I mean? I just want like, I need a hug, Cleon. That's what it is. I I want want to come in the cave. I just want to cuddle. Number eight, Joe Biden's inauguration. I can't say it. Inauguration. Inauguration. Yeah, this America's a bit like a bottle of pop. Go on. It went up like a fit. He went, we stormed the Capitol, etc. And next thing you know, Lady Gaga and J-Lo is doing a bit for Joe Biden's um, introduction as president. (laughs) And he was sworn in on what I noticed was a huge Bible. Yeah, it's it's pretty big. It's a massive six-inch Bible. I had a look into the... Did it hold any significance? It is a family Bible. He was sworn in a number of other times to Senate, etc. on the same Bible, so he kind of sticks with that Bible. Okay. Yeah. Trump saying bye with black outfits. Do you know what, Cleon? I didn't watch any of it. Um, didn't you? No, I, I flicked. No, I was I a did, bit disappointed, Dave. I did end up watching a bit of it because I was watching the sumo, which is on NHK, and then it, it came up across the top. Uh, we are we are leaving this program to go over to a new special, and then it faded out. And it went live to America to the to the inauguration, and I think I would hey. I think I would have watched it if I wasn't so pissed off that it had fucking cut the sumo off. So <laughs> so I just changed the channel. I'm like, no fuck you. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the best things to come out of the inauguration is uh, Bernie <clears throat> Sanders mittens. Yeah, <laughs> he, like yes. He, he turned up in his mittens, and the memes are fucking brilliant. They are brilliant. Amazing. They are second to none. And well done to the world of the internet. Do you know, do you know, the, do you know the, the Bernie Sanders meme, the one where he's standing and he's like, you know, I'm asking you. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody took that picture and then a picture of him at the inauguration and said, is Bernie wearing the same coat? And the reply was, when you've got a good coat. You you only need one, <laughs> oh. and it's so fucking true. When you've got a good big coat, 
You only need that you one. Only need one. <laughs> if it's a big coach. Anyway, I was quite disappointed in the in the ceremony. Um, I, I expected more, really, from the Trump people. Instead of just, like, walking away. Yeah, I expected a bit more. After all of that craziness. <sighs> anyway... Number nine, Dave. Fuck you have you hell. noticed? Have you noticed we're all of a sudden living in Canada? We're living in Canada. Yeah, yeah. I've, have you I've, not noticed? I presume you mean the weather. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. been snowing since December twenty ninth. Yeah, it's here in, um, in snow contract. We had a, we had cold and wet for a bit, and then a couple of days ago, like me, me lad just fucking he went upstairs and he just, I just heard him shout, it's "Snowing!" And I'm like, what? What do you mean it's fucking snowy? No, it's not. Yeah. Then, then I open the front door and it's like, oh my God, do you want to build a snowman? That's how <laughs> yeah. it's like. Snow fucking everywhere. I'll tell you what is stupid though. Today, especially, because it snowed again overnight last night and it snowed again today. But down here where I am, the snow hasn't really stuck. It's kind of covered the cars, but the roads and the pavements and everything are clear. Um, whereas like 10 minutes up the road... It's fucking covered. No like, joke, mate. It's no joke. Snow joke. So what's it like up your, up your end? Oh, we're quite deep. Yeah, because here, it's, there's nothing. Literally, it's like covered the cars, but it's not stuck to the roads or anything. No, Dave, I've been up and dug your mum out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. We're, we're, quite, we're quite deep up here, matey. Uh, <laughs> just we're in a bit of a weather snap here in Stoke-on-Trent, aren't we, mate? Them roads up your yeah. end as well are the worst. Oh, I was walking with the dog and the dog pulled me on the lead up a little bit and it was like, oh my days. I thought I was going to break every bone in my body, Dave. And number 10 on my list is the fabulous website, Stoke on Trent Live. Oh, here we go. What have they done now? What is it with that website? Is it not just a bunch of craziness looking for comments? Yeah, and that's all it is oh. now. That is all it is. Now, now it's owned by some other fuck. It's just... And it, where in news, number one on the list is where raging Mickey Shaw threatened to kill his neighbour. Mickey shouted outside the victim's house, jumping on <laughs> jumping on top of her Kia Nero. Davey jumped on top of the <laughs> Kia Nero and then he hurled, hurled a wheelie bin at the window. So not only did Mickey get on top of the Kia Nero, he got a wheelie bin on top of the Kia Nero. <laughs> and threw it at the window. Um, he's going to get in uh, a little bit of trouble for this, yeah. Mickey Shaw is. But he gets the award for Lockdown Bonkers this week. <laughs> Lockdown Bonkers. Do you know, speaking of Circumtrack Live, I actually thought, uh, I can't remember what post I saw, but it was, one, it was one of them, like, can you have something on something? So it's like, it, this wasn't the post, but it was, can you have cold cheesy oat cakes and and it's the type of bollocks that stoke on trent lives posting at the moment and literally i remember seeing this post and 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 my brain must have fucking just blacked it out because it was that ridiculous and my head went who the fuck cares and i and i, and I stood there and went well that is literally going to be a new feature for shingler's list it's going to be who the fuck cares where we pick a couple of stoke on trent live posts from social media from the previous week because there will be a lot to choose from and you just reply with who the fuck cares because 
Nobody fucking cares, surely. No one cares. Apparently do. The dregs of fucking society care when you read the comments, but... Um, you know, nobody... Who, who cares? Can you have salad with an oat cake? Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can, you can have, have whatever you want. Whatever the fuck you want with it. I, I've got a... Right, to the to our... Um, you can have dog shit with an oat cake. Anybody that isn't from Stoke or the surrounding it's area. stupid, right, but you can. An oat cake is this wonderful, magical piece of food that you can put things like cheese and bacon in and heat up, and it's just amazing. But don't buy them ones that say Staffordshire Oatcakes on with a bit of cardboard on the back that you can get in other cities because they taste like rubber. You need to come to Stoke, and you need to get it's proper It's basically oatcakes. a wrap. Yeah, it's a wrap made with Oat. oatmeal. Yeah, um, and It's, fucking, it's an oat wrap, people. And it's fucking beautiful. Uh, now... The, the traditional um, filling is, is melted cheese. Everybody has a cheesy oatcake. Melted cheese, cheesy oatcake. You can have sausages in there, you can have bacon in there, you can have beans in there, you can have fucking whatever. Robbie Williams apparently likes a cheese and onion oatcake. I like it. I like a sausage. I like a sausage, cheese and onion with brown sauce. I like a full English. <coughs> a full English oatcake sandwich. It's, yeah, brilliant. Now, I, I do like a double bacon, egg and uh, cheese. Oh, mate. Now, I have a friend who has, like, um, avocado and cooked berries and salad and stuff with his, with his oatcakes. Uh, that's how he eats his oatcakes. And you may think that's a little bit weird. I don't care. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like coming out, Cleon. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> no one cares. Nobody cares. No one cares. It's great. And I'm dead happy for you that you're comfortable in your own skin and your own body and with your own feelings. But nobody cares whether you come out or whether you have avocado and a fucking oat cake. Fuck you, you Stoke-on-Trent right. live. <laughs> and in that spirit of things, I've done the football. Newcastle were beat 2-0 to Aston Villa. Stoke lost 2-1 to Watford. And Port Vale lost 3-1 to Walsall. Fuck it. Fuck them all. Um, I've... Um, balls to it. Balls, balls to them all. Um, you know, last week, I was talking about how I just went into overdrive and started selling everything on eBay. Yeah. In the space of, a, of two days, I've had to... I've now gambled it. <laughs> yeah, I've gambled it all. <laughs> On the fucking virtual horses. Um, now I've uh, I've had to open a unsent item dispute on PayPal for something that I bought, and I've had to open an unpaid item dispute on eBay because some prick bought one of the um, football jerseys off me and hasn't paid. And it wouldn't bother me if they'd have just responded to the emails. I sent a lovely email on Tuesday. Um, that said, uh, I'm just letting you know, I'm heading to the post office on Wednesday afternoon, so if you can send payment before then, I can get your, your jersey shipped out to you straight away tomorrow. I said, if not, not a problem. The next time I'm going to the post office is Saturday. So if you'd like to pay before then, I can get it out to you on Saturday. Um, thanks for buying the jersey. Congratulations on winning the auction. Kind regards, me. Nothing. I wasn't, like, forcing payment, not asking, you know, you need to pay now, nothing like that. Where do you live, Dave? I can't remember. Uh, well, I don't, <laughs> well, I don't actually know, because they haven't paid, so I haven't got the address. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm not, like, I was in no rush for the cash. I wasn't in a rush for them to pay. I was just letting them know, because of COVID, I'm not leaving the house every day. I'm going Wednesday, and I'm going Saturday. So if you pay before one of them days, 
then I can get it out to you. Nothing back. Absolutely nothing. No word. Nothing at all. So I left it a couple of days, and then I sent a payment reminder, um, and absolutely nothing. So I'm like, right, this guy, I go in, and they've only got three feedback. I mean, it's all positive, positive feedback, but there's only three feedback, and the last one was over six months ago, and I'm just like, this prick isn't paying for this jersey, is he? So I've had to open an unpaid item dispute, which I can close not tomorrow, day after and get me, I can get me fees back and then relist it. Um, and then I've had a, uh, I bought a record before Christmas. Um, now I understand Christmas happened and we're in lockdown and uh, like I'm not expecting miracles. I'm just expecting a reply to an email. So I ordered it on like the 20th of December, something like that from a, a record store in Nuneaton. And on the 13th of January, so I've left it a fucking age. Um, yeah. I emailed to say, uh, just curious, can I get um, an update on the order? I understand, you know, we're in lockdown and Christmas happened and, you know, I'm, I'm not, like, complaining. Just if you can just give me an update as to what's happening with the order. Nothing back. I left it over a week. Nothing back. Um, so I sent another email. I got nothing back. And then I went on the social media and they've, they post very sporadically on social media. But the comments to the posts literally are all answer my fucking email where's my order this is my order number answer the phone why don't you reply and when eventually when they do reply their their replies are the same we haven't had an email off you yeah. we've checked all three of our accounts um blah, 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 and it, it just seems like excuses i then went on google reviews and literally it's like this goes back two three years of them just not sending orders out uh, it sounds like, from reading the reviews, they're a good store to go and visit. If you go to the store, then that's sound. But when it comes to online orders, they're just absolutely awful. So yeah, just I didn't even batter an eyelid. I just went uh, straight to PayPal and opened a dispute. Uh, I've got to wait till tomorrow where I can escalate that to a claim and hopefully get my money back. Um, You'll get your money back for that. Yeah, well, I hope so. You know, So hopefully I'll get my fees back for the jersey and I can relist that get that sold uh, i've got one other jersey which is selling next week which i'm gonna get a nice chunk of change for uh, and then get the money back for the record and then i can buy the beautiful beautiful new stylus and cartridge for my record player uh, when that money comes in that's where that's going uh, oh, speaking of records as well um on friday uh, a new song was released um, now, you know that I'm into synthwave and retrowave yep. and that kind of synth-based um, music. Um, so uh, an artist called Laura Dre uh, released her debut single through Outland Recordings. And um, I'm on the Outland uh, mailing list. Um, so yep. okay. I, was, uh, I was able to um, listen to this track before the release day. Um, and because of doing my essay and everything, I couldn't actually get online and do a review. I've, I've done reviews and stuff and whatnot before for, for the synthwave scene. I've not been able to get on and do that. Um, and then the song came out. Um, so yeah, this track's called Moving Spaces uh, by Laura Dre. And it's really, really, really good. It's a breath of fresh air I found for the, and I'll use the term loosely now, quote-unquote the synthwave scene because i don't yeah. think this track is synthwave but 
newcomers to the scene will identify this track as synthwave. There's a lot of artists that are doing like synth-based electronic pop music that have kind of been lumbered in with the synthwave scene because like a lot of the synth, well, some of the synthwave artists have gone more mainstream, like acts like The Midnight, um, you know, as they've progressed through their albums and they're, they're one of the, the big hitters in the scene, um, have gone more kind of like electronic pop as opposed to yeah. pure synthwave. So, you know, new artists... You've got more pet shop boys. Yeah, 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 basically. Um, so, like, but new artists coming into the scene um, are also taking that approach. And, you know, the scene is ever-evolving. So, you know, I don't, th- this track for me isn't synthwave, it's, but it's really good electronic pop uh, with, a, with a synthwave kind of vibe to it. And the, um, the track itself, it's called Moving Spaces, uh, it's really cool. One of the things that stuck out to me was the uh, the, the drum programming in it. Um, it it's, it's got kind of a drum sound to it that I've not heard in, in other synthwave uh, tracks, and it was really fresh. I was like, I, you know, I, I've got this problem. I'm a little bit like OCD and stuff when it comes to uh, listening, breaking down music. I, I try and listen to everything, and something like the, the sound of the drum samples and stuff, that'll stand out to me, and I'll, I'll listen to every little part. The synths are really chilled, um, and uh, and and Laura Dre's voice, uh, it's effortless. It's so like, it's so pure and and chill, and it's like, like a really good sound comes out of a mouth without her having to force it. It's just, yeah. I, I, it just made me like want to go back into the scene and and listen to other things again now i listened to this track like a week ago can we play a sample um quite possibly i'll have to get some clearance um i can play it to you when we've stopped recording and uh, i'll have to get some clearance and i might be able to stick it on the end of the show um i'll, I'll have to uh, confirm that uh, but i listened to it last week and if anybody's followed my instagram posts for like the week I, there's a lot of synthwave records it's made me go back into the genre and listen to albums i haven't listened to for a while and like i say the track came out on friday um it's if anybody wants to check it out you can check it out on uh, uh, on outland uh, it's through outland recordings you go to outlandrecordings.bandcamp.com you can get it there um if you buy digital music uh, you can buy it from there it's only a pound uh, but it's also streaming on all the all the major streaming sites. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll I'll, I'll drop a link in the podcast comments uh, to everywhere that you can you can grab it from. But you know, check that out. The Laura Dre Moving Spaces uh, available through Outland. I really fucking liked it, and I'm I'm going to listen to it um, when we finish recording this while I'm editing. Actually, very very cool. Rather. Very very cool. Very very good. Very, very um, good. And that pretty much takes us up to the hour, Cleon. Ah, pretty much. I mean, if you if you've got anything else to add to your to your, your moaning list, then no, 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 I'm good. I tell you what, we didn't mention last week something that we both what? something that we both did that we didn't do in the first lockdown. What lockdown haircuts? Ah, yeah, we did. <laughs> now we did. I'm going to have another one as well. So. Oh yeah, you're treating yourself. I can't take this off at the moment. <laughs> no, I um, I couldn't do it. It, it was October the twenty third last time I had an haircut, um, and the sides were getting so bloody long. And because I changed the style, 
Like during the first lockdown, I had the side part and it was cut to grow that way. So it, it grew really nice. I liked it yeah. when it was long. But then I changed the style when I got it cut again and it just wasn't growing very nice and it was uncomfortable and I had to get rid. But there, there was no way I was shaving my head. Um, so I did the... I did the um, 2000 and, what was it, three, four years ago, you know, the 2016, like, keep the top, shave everything else. Uh, I went I went for we're, that one. We're both very Peaky Blinder at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I had to get rid of the sides. And you know what? I did it myself. I was trying to get the messy dude for ages, and she was just, like, shit scared of just ballsing me hair up and me having to shave it all off, which I was like, well, what's the worst thing that happens? you shave i have to shave my head it's not it grows back it's not that big a deal like it's fine so yeah i ended up doing it all myself you know doing the parting on both sides separating it out i used a fucking beard trimmer because that's all i've got i had to put it back on charge so i had, I had like you know half an haircut for a few hours i had to put it back on charge get the fucking thing <laughs> up to scratch again um i had me little in holding the mirror behind me head so i could do the back of me head <laughs> But I did, I had to get my missus just to do where the crown was because I couldn't quite get it. Um, but I'm No, quite, my missus did my hair. I'm quite, your missus, she's good with shit like that though, isn't she? The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The beauty and stuff like that, like, you know what I mean? If 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 it wasn't, like, illegal for me to come round your house, then I'd probably ask your missus to do my hair as well. <laughs> Can I come round for an hair? Can I come round for an hair? No. No, you've had the Rona now. Piss off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In a nutshell, in a nutshell. No, stay away, Rona boy. I've um, I've had an antibody test, by the way. What's that mean? I, I've got no fucking idea. I, I signed up to um, donate plasma for the NHS for research, and you have to have an antibody test, and they send you a kit to your house. And you know, like a, a little diabetes test, a blood sugar test, where you prick your finger and you just put it on the little thing, stick it in the machine. Yeah. That's what you get given to basically get like a vial of blood, which is like an inch big, out of your pissing hand. So you get three of them little stabby things, and you've got to squeeze all the blood out your fingers. I had to use all of them to and then and to fill this vial up. Got sent off two days later, got the results. I, I have COVID antibodies, but I'm pretty certain... What does that mean? Well, I, I might be like... I might have some kind of immunity for the time being to, to COVID, because I have antibodies. Um... And they were using, they were collecting plasma f for research and shit. But literally, as my uh, test kit came, they announced that they weren't collecting plasma anymore because basically it's doing fuck all. So, like, they've just stopped the thing. But I had the antibodies. So, you're anyway. on the zombie list. Yeah, I had the antibodies. So, I've, I've got antibodies. I don't know what that means. I think it means I, I, I might have some kind of immunity to the virus for the foreseeable future until the antibodies wear off. If there's any medics listening to the show, if you can clarify that for me, because I'm not a medic, you know. I, I, I chat shit for an hour on a podcast and listen to records. That's about the extent of my medical knowledge. You know, I, I, I can Google it, I suppose, but that's just a fucking rabbit hole I don't want to go down. Um, so, yeah, if we do have any medics, anybody that can actually tell me what that means, um, yeah, then, then please get in touch. Means. <laughs> Folk knows. Um, you can get in touch in all the usual places, by the way. Uh, follow us on social media. On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash shingles podcast. On Twitter, it's at shingles SPC. Um, and on Instagram, it's shingles underscore list. Follow us and like us on all of them. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up, Cleon, for this week. 
You're going to wrap it up, Dave. Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, I did. I've done the um, the social media links first because last week I balled it up. So this week I've got them out of the way. So now the ending of the show is going to be weird because I'm going to want to do them again. I might just do them again anyway. <laughs> might just Are you going to do them again anyway? Maybe. We'll see. Um, let's see how it works out for me. Big thanks to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. Do not forget, if you enjoy the show, please share us out amongst your friends and family and tell them about us on social media and get them to follow us on our social media once again. And I know I've already done this on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash shingleslist podcast. On Twitter, it's at shingleslistpc. You can follow me at shingler mvoc you can follow cleon at kl buley follow us on instagram it's shinglers underscore list and kl buley five on instagram KL Bewley five, i, I think that's yours yeah 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 something like that you'll find him he looks like cleon just put cleon in he, nobody else in the world's called cleon apart from that one guy that was on the news that time that's it you'll find him trust me no um, there are people called cleon there's about five or six of us. But at least five or six. I think six. I'm the oldest one. <laughs> I think I'm the leader, Cleon. Fucking trendsetter over there. Um, we're available wherever podcasts are available, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So fucking subscribe on all of them. Just give us all the subscriptions. You guys are awesome. And we will see you next time.